What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Um, it's he, Bradley, here with Kenny. Hey, what's up? And we're finally back after the first couple games of women's soccer. About damn time, is all I can say. Yeah, it's... I agree. I concur with that assessment. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so we thought we'd come, with the, come at you guys with our thoughts on the games and then also um, just talk about the future ones coming up. You know, just keep everyone in the loop as we go out through this uh, Challenge Cup. So to start off, the first game was Portland Thorns and North Carolina. Um, and North Carolina won, which is what we pretty much predicted. It wasn't actually the score or like the style of play. I guess we were thinking or expecting. I guess you kind of could have expected. We thought everything was going to be kind of shaky at first. But I don't know. What were your thoughts on it? Um, it? I thought North Carolina would be better than they were. And even saying that, they were still better yeah. than Portland overall. You know, yeah. I, Lynn Williams, if she could finish the ball effectively, it could have been 4-1 and got my prediction yeah. correct. But, you know. Oh, completely. <laughs> yeah, for whatever reason, her finishing was poor, like it always is. It was a typical Lynn Williams game. Gets into good spots, misses a bunch of easy chances, scores one at the end, and everyone's like, oh, she's so good. And it's like, okay, maybe score most of your chances, be clinical, whatever. But yeah. it was much closer game than I thought it would be. So that worked. I think what uh, happened the first half, you know, when no one scored, it was North Carolina just didn't look together. Like, it looked like the first game, you know, with no preseason. Like, they're usually good at pressing the other team, opposition, all that. Like, from all lines. Like, the forwards press, and then the midfields press, and the defense steps up. This time, in the start of the first half, it they weren't doing that. Like, the forwards were pressing, but then there was a gap for the midfield. So anytime Portland got the ball to Lindsey Horan, she could just do something because Lindsay Horan had a great game. Yeah. So she could just get past that initial line of press, and then there was space, which normally exactly. there isn't any space against North Carolina. So the first half was much more even. Right. That's very dangerous. Yeah, I guess it is just, you know, I guess being the first game, no preseason, any of that. It went about, I don't know, as expected. I think we were just, at least I was, I was hoping, not hoping, but I was envisioning it to be much more dominant, you know? Yeah, I was also envisioning it to be much more dominant, but you could definitely tell. Honestly, Portland didn't look that rusty. They yeah. looked more sharp, but like they're not as good as North Carolina, and North Carolina did look more rusty, but were still better overall. Yeah. A rusty North Carolina is better than a not-as-rusty Portland still. Exactly. Exactly, which you would have said. <laughs> but luckily, Portland's got those jerseys, though. <laughs> Portland's got those jerseys. Commentators agreed with you. Uh commentary you know just to touch on it real quick uh <laughs> it was not as bad as the regular nwsl games oh I'll, I'll say that so that's good there you go you're a very positive person not as bad there were a few questionable better. things <laughs> a few a few questionable things in there but overall the bar is set pretty low for nwsl commentary yeah it's just, at least, I mean, I'm happy they got on CBS, though, because, like, it's just so lame. Like, you, you even, like, before, like, this whole thing started, like, everyone was talking about, like, oh, like, all these other leagues are back, blah, blah, blah. But no one really said anything about NWSL. So annoying. It's typical. It's typical. 
Exactly. It's twofold because, you know, first, women don't get any respect in any women's sports. And then in America, soccer as a sport doesn't get any respect. So it's too pronged for the old NWSL. Exactly. And it's literally like everything that all these players went through to make this happen and like people in the organization to make it happen. It's really annoying. It grinds my gears. It grinds my gears too. You go on CBS on their website and there's no mention of the games. And I'm like, you're the ones hosting this tournament. You think you could put out an article. Exactly. Like something, you know, I don't know. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. But at least it was, you know, the first game back. That was the first game. Yeah. And it was exciting. There were chances on both ends. It wasn't just like exactly. a it was not that boring long. thing. Like even the first half, it wasn't a boring first half, even though no one scored. It was fine. Yeah. Uh, around the 35th minute, it looked like Portland uh, got, a little, got a little tired towards the end there. <laughs> That's when North Carolina had the bulk of their chances in the first half was towards the yeah. end. But, you know, they still didn't score. Because Lynn Williams enter finishing, not great. Yeah. And then Portland's goalie uh, Bixby, she had a good game because we were one. There was questions about her because you know Adriana French was injured. But exactly. She looked up to it. Yeah. No, it's huge. No, she definitely played well. And it could have been worse without her. It would have been a worse. Lot without worse. <laughs> exactly, a lot worse. But I mean, at least it was exciting. It came down to the last like I don't know extra time of the game. You know. Yeah, second half was even more exciting than the first half because you know goals always do make it more exciting. Uh, the worst thing in this game that we have to talk about is Allie Watt because <laughs> she's a rookie, really promising rookie, comes into the game, gets subbed in, and like a couple minutes later has a non-contact injury. Something uh, Paul Riley after the game said it looked like a serious knee injury, so like could be a torn ACL, could wow. be something. So that's that's horrible, and yeah. oh. Hope it's not as serious as we think it is. Hope she recovers well because that that was that was terrible to see. Yeah, so that's literally awful. It's like literally a nightmare, you know. It is a nightmare. There are some other like cramps and stuff, but that one was clearly a lot more than just cramping up. Exactly. So that was the low point of the game for everyone. Exactly. But aside from that, the second half was fine. North Carolina again not looking towards their best. They were pretty like unorganized in the back line, which again, that's not something that you say about North Carolina often. They're normally right. very organized in the back, but they were not this time. Uh, their first goal came from Haley Mace's cross, so like already making an impact. Another rookie, oh, I, right? I guess she's a rookie. I don't really know what the rookie rules are. It's her first year in the NWSL. Yeah, so you know, I guess technically playing. rookie. Yeah, but she played overseas once. I. I I don't know what the rule is, but she subbed into the game, uh, got an assist, but let's be real on that goal. Could anyone on Portland step and defend? She literally had like <laughs> 45 seconds to pick out a cross. It was Literally, there pathetic. was so much time. Like Megan Klingenberg was the left back. She could have just done anything, stepped to her at all, but like just was walking back. And of course, Megan Klingenberg yeah. you know, got subbed off after that, so make of that what you yeah, so. Like That was <laughs> horrid, horrid defending. There was no way they weren't going to score, giving her that much time. And then, right. of course, Dabinia is the one who scored, because, you know, good old Dabinia. Should have been the woman of the match, but they gave that to Lynn Williams, because clearly they don't watch the Typical. game. Typical. <laughs> like, oh, she scored the Got winner. Some strong she must, feelings. <laughs> she must be the player of the match. Who cares if she scored the winner? She was. She should have scored four goals, but wasn't good. She should have got a really easy assist. It was two on one. Just lay the ball off to Kristen Hamilton. They score another goal in the first half, or 
a goal in the first half, but instead she tried to take it herself and did terribly. Was not her best game. Yeah, you're making that very clear. <laughs> and like, At least she good. did come up big in the last second. Yeah, she was good, and she did score, and that's that's fine. It's just, it's it's typical Lynn Williams. Yeah, it's, it's like she always for improvement. Exactly. And she like, always, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She always just <sighs> to the national team. And everyone's like, oh, why isn't she starting for the national team? Because it takes her 15 chances to score one goal. But when you play for North Carolina, you get 15 chances, so she scores a goal every game. And it's just like, you got to watch the whole game. And so it gets to me sometimes. She's obviously good, but she needs better finishing. Exactly, because it's one of those, there are some teams that only get like three or four chances, and those people who put those away make the most of it. Big deal. Could you imagine North Carolina had one of those players? Like, oh my god. Exactly, they would win insane. every game by five. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, definitely something to improve on for Lynn Williams. But in the end, I mean, she did get the game-winning goal. So, you know, you got to appreciate it. I do have to appreciate it. From Sam Mewis, Sam Mewis' cross, another player that uh, had a quiet game, let's say, really Mm. didn't make any impact on the game until that cross for the goal. So, turned up when it mattered, I suppose. Said after the game that she had uh, cramps in both her calves and stuff. And so, like, classic. (laughs) Classic. Typical. Typical. That's what we saw. That's what we thought was going to happen to most players during, I don't know, coming back anyway, so... Is what it is. Exactly, exactly. Uh, anything. Uh, Crystal Dunn had a good game. Uh, like most times, she was mm-hmm. most effective. I think in the press, like as the team wasn't as good as pressing as they normally were. Crystal Dunn did not have that issue. She's making yeah. a lot of tackles. Her passing was fine. Her dribbling wasn't great in the first half. In the second half, because she came out in the second half, but the start of the second half, she was putting tackles in, and then second later, she was playing a ball creating a chance so she had a very good start to the second half and a decent first half so she looks up for it yeah completely completely oh man no it was good overall it was a great game oh, yeah um, ooh, ooh, sorry oh it's another big thing i know kenny so as you as you probably know kenny's took in a lot of notes <laughs> yeah i was just stood there writing stuff down my notes aren't the best it wouldn't be helpful <laughs> for anyone else but you know that's it's the same way in school my notes are my notes because we exactly. got to talk about Portland's goal. Right. Yeah, we didn't even mention that. It's funny. Because, you know, it was one nothing, and then they tied up 1-1. So, Simone Charlie, it's her first goal. And, I mean, they said these goals don't count towards overall NWSL standings, which I don't really get. Because, like, yeah, what's sense. the point of this tournament? Exactly. But she scored. But it wasn't, like, a good goal. It was because Steph LeBay, in goal for North Carolina, had, had a rough one. Yeah. To put, to put it lightly. Exactly. Yeah, not not her best. A little a little shaky. <laughs> it was a clear mistake from her. She just could have caught the ball. Could have tried to like tip it over the bar for some reason instead of catching it. It wasn't a particularly hard header from Lindsay Horan. Exactly. It was kind of looping, but she decided to try to push it over and push it into the bar, and it was honestly terrible. Yeah. But hey, we expected this, or at least I did. You know, my four-one prediction to pat myself on the back. <laughs> I said I said Portland's one goal would because North Carolina would make a stupid mistake, and they'd score. And that happened. And you were spot on about that. I was. But yeah, she didn't have a good game. She looked shaky back there. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder why. I don't I know. Just... First game back, but like for goalies, that's different because goalies a whole different breed. Exactly. That's why I just don't know. I don't know much about the goalie mindset, you know? Maybe it was um, just, I don't know, just 
somebody thinks I guess wasn't maybe just mentally ready or prepared. You know, because it's hard I, to get prepared. I guess. I guess so. You know, you're sitting in quarantine for a while. That's just that has an effect on your mindset. You know, as exactly. opposed to a regular off season, the exactly. state of the country and all that good stuff. But so I don't know. She had a a rough one, and I think if Portland could have gotten more shots off, they would have gotten more goals because she didn't seem to be uh, very solid back there. Yeah. Yeah. No, completely. But. They they got, they still got away with it. Still got they away did. with the win. Got the win. Got the win. Portland's defense, not great. Not great. Uh, the, ironically, the side with Becky Sauerbrunn was their weaker side. Mm-hmm. Guess they haven't fit in together yet. You know, so we'll see if that improves. Because if their defense doesn't improve going forward, they'll have a rough time with this tournament. Yeah. Oh, completely. Especially once other teams start gelling things together and whatnot. So we'll see how we'll see how they do next week. Or I guess on Tuesday. Or Wednesday is their game. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. We we know the schedule. Exactly, right? Obviously. (laughs) I might want to pull that up real quick. But but yeah. But anyways, that was their game. So North Carolina, two one, good for them. Um and then the second game was the Washington Spirit and Chicago Red Stars. And before we go into the actual soccer, obviously what everyone, literally everyone is talking about is the national anthem. And um, specifically, the there were a few players that were standing. And there was also a very emotional moment with Casey Short and Julie Ertz. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It's just trying to come together and show that, like, you know, there's more going on in the world than just soccer right now. And it was very powerful. It was I mean, it's definitely like the most powerful scene for women's soccer. I think like anyone's seen in a very long time. I mean, what are, you, what are your thoughts? Like, see you thinking. It is a powerful scene. We need to make sure, and by we, I mean major outlets, major news sources, that when they show that, they give it the right context and don't just right. say, oh, here's a picture of Casey Shore and a black woman crying. Look at this. Give us give us props for talking about like no you need to put in the proper effort when you talk about it because this is a serious serious thing in this country you can't just be like oh this will be good for us so give us good clicks you know so i think we need to be aware of that it was a powerful scene and should be talked about but needs to be done in the right way exactly exactly no could not agree more um yeah it's just it's sad if people try to use it for clickbait because it is just such a big thing but we felt like we needed to mention that just because that was a it was a it's a hot topic that was going on in like not only this soccer world of women's soccer but just like going just everything. But but that being said, the game was Kenny. I'll let you say the score since you predicted it because you think you're smart. The old two one two one Washington <laughs> Spirit. So yes, it was. I saw like the I score. Things. Yeah, unfortunately, I missed this game, but. I saw a score. I was like, "You've got to be kidding me!" <laughs> he was right. I was so mad. It's a <laughs> curse being this intelligent. Yeah. Well, well, you have a lot of I don't know humility about you. So, <laughs> no. yeah. I was watching the pregame show that they were doing, and they had a little odds under there, and mm. Chicago was the favorites. I forget what the number was. They were like negative one forty. Like, watching it was like plus two thirty, two forty five. So I forget what the number was. But Chicago were favorites, and I'm like, where do we bet on this? Give yeah. me the give, give me this money. 
exactly too easy didn't bet on it because i couldn't find it and also i don't bet because then i lose money and i get really sad (laughs) but i was ready to bet even though we aren't gonna go too deep into my predictions because you know my head my head got it wrong but my heart got it right exactly your heart your heart knows your heart knows what's best we we went over this last episode always follow the heart exactly wow always do follow the heart but yeah but anyway so how about rose lavelle rose lavelle is so good at soccer (laughs) exactly it's you watch because like you watch everybody on the field and you watch how they receive passes and how they bring balls down if it's in the air and you watch just how they dribble and like you got your better uh technical players in the league and then you have rose lavelle Mm -hmm. who is so much better than everyone on the field when it comes to stuff like that it's it's crazy on the ball how good she is and yeah. how good her vision is in the final third making passes completely so good and i hope she stays healthy because honestly she can win a game by herself yeah i mean it was even the first goal beautiful ball through and she got the rebound to score herself i mean that was just nice it was just nice she won the ball back took it forward perfect pass through actually hatch also can't finish for whatever reason, <laughs> today or today, yesterday, had so many chances that she just couldn't put away, and she didn't get it. Well, she did get a goal. <laughs> Forgot about that for a second. But I don't know the finishing from her, and also from Rose. Let's let's tag Rose Lavelle in that too because Rose Lavelle <laughs> should have had a hat trick, but right. couldn't finish two easy chances later in the game. But that first goal was nice. She's made it, created it, followed up the rebound, scored. She's so good. Yeah, so good. So true. Yeah, and the uh, second goal for Washington was just, oof. It was. I'll take just, it, but. <laughs> exactly. It reminds me of the uh, game against Orlando and Audi Field, where Crystal Thomas did the same thing to Ashlyn Harris. Yeah. It's just something the spirit do, apparently, you know? Exactly. You know, that's that mentality, that never give up mentality. You can't teach that. You can't teach that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Hey, there it is. And then what were your uh, thoughts, or if you have any thoughts on Chicago's goal? It was kind of a garbage goal. Just like our goal, our second goal was exactly. a, kind of a garbage goal. It was just like a bad pass through, and Andy Sullivan like stuck her leg out and it just bounced off her foot straight yeah. to formerly Morgan Bryan. Now Morgan Gautreau, I think is how it's pronounced. So that took some getting used to. Everyone's like, oh, Gautreau, and I'm like, who? But then I'm like, oh, right, Morgan Bryan. Right, 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 right. <laughs> same, same with Kelly Awad. I'm like, Kelly Awad. I'm like, oh, right, oh, hi, oh, hi. Took me a while in the game. But I got there eventually. But yeah, it felt her. It was a good finish. Aubrey Bledsoe got her hands on it. Maybe could have made a save, but it was struck with power. It was a good finish. And made the last 30 minutes or whatever a lot more interesting because it was 2-1. Yeah, exactly. 2-1, as uh, someone predicted. As someone predicted. Most I'm of my notes close. most of my notes from this game, I'm sorry about this, are from a spirit perspective. It's because you're a fan. <laughs> yeah, you know? We do have biases. We never said we didn't. <laughs> we never said we didn't. So from a spirit perspective, I have no doubt in my mind, this is not how Richie Burke wants this team to play. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. Because you start in the first half, and Chicago got to a quick start in the first like 30 seconds with a shot. But then after that, it was a super open game. 
Like, we'd have a chance, they'd have a chance, we'd have a couple chances. It was super open. At no point did we look, we, the Spirit, look like they, uh, looked like they were controlling the game, which is what they want to do. They want to have possession, they want to dictate the tempo. But this was a very frenetic game, to use my vocabulary words. That's like, nice. Yeah, and I don't think that's how Spirit wants to play going forward, but we create a lot of chances. Having Rose Lavelle just makes going forward easier. Also, I had Kumi Yokoyama, who didn't have a great game, but you can tell like when she gets the ball and like how she picks her head up and where she's looking. You can tell she's a creative player, and once she gets into it, she will be another force. So I feel like the Spirit are going to be much better at creating chances than they were last season. Because last yeah. season, they'd have a bunch of possession, they'd go forward, they'd try to find a way through, wouldn't be able to, and they'd just pass it back. Now it seems like exactly. we're going to be able to find those ways through a lot more easily. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's amazing that they finally have the more creativity up top and just be able to use it now. Roosevelt is no longer injured. That's a huge thing as well. That's um, a huge thing. And I guess, I don't know, it's something that they worked on. Definitely yeah. showed. It is. And I guess to try to talk from a Chicago perspective, because <laughs> I'll try, but I really was just focusing on spirit. Chicago had a rough first half you know they started well and they ended the first half well in terms of chances but like anytime they tried to create something in the first like 60 minutes it was just trying to get the ball out wide and they did that and they were going up 1v1 against our outside backs but they never beat our outside backs they never beat Dory Houston or Tegan McGrady and so like they weren't creating much from the wings but they were that was the only place they were trying to they weren't creating like anything through the middle in the first 60 minutes and at the back, they also weren't great. We kept creating stuff. So Chicago's first 60 minutes especially were a little, a little nervy for them. Mm-hmm. But then, and towards the end of the second half, it looked like the Spirit, I don't know why, we took out Roosevelt and took out stuff, you know, to save them. But after that, it looked like they just kind of changed their mindset to, okay, we're going to hold on to this 2-1 win. Yeah. And they had a few good chances going forward, like Ashley Sanchez made a bunch of uh, good plays, got in good positions, had good opportunities, but just wouldn't shoot the ball. You know, she'd have right. an opportunity, she'd cut inside, you gotta be have that perfect, confidence. perfect shot on, and then she cuts inside again, and then doesn't shoot, and then cuts inside again, and then there's three defenders back, and then she shoots it into somebody. It's like, you gotta learn when to shoot. But she's a rookie, exactly. it's her first game, it'll get better. She got into good spots, but... Exactly. So, Chicago definitely was better at the end of the game than they were in the first 60 minutes, which, I mean, that's something. Yeah, completely. Yeah, it's nice of you to try to look at that Chicago perspective, Kenny. (laughs) They could have tied it up, like, in the 89th minute. They had a good opportunity, because Jenna Hellstrom came in at left back, and I hope she gets better, because she was willful. She was never in yeah. position. She couldn't make a tackle. She fouled somebody. Should have gotten a yellow card. Didn't because the refs are bad. So she was willful. But in like the 89th minute, they had that shot like right on. But Aubrey Bloods was too good and saved it. But it could have easily sure. been 2-2 at the end. Right. Right, completely. But it wasn't so. <laughs> Some spirit wins. Exactly. And uh, Tegan McGrady. Love her. She's so good. Such a good left back. We were missing her last season. And everyone in the spirit organization was like, if we had her, we would have made the playoffs. 
and you can see it from this game. She did great. Unfortunately, went up for Adder. Uh, the other person going up for Adder hit her in the head, and she yeah. was down. Had to come off injured. Yeah. Hopefully, it's not serious. It it looked serious because she like needed to come off. She was holding knife back to her face at the end, and I think if it was like super super serious, they would have taken her directly to a hospital. So like maybe it's not that serious. We'll have to keep an eye on that one. But she's been struggling with injuries her whole career. And I hope it's nothing serious and she can get back. Yeah, exactly. Definitely wish her the best, honestly. We want no injuries for anyone, ever. Ever. Exactly. We are all, everyone can play. Everyone can have fruitful careers. That's what we're about. Exactly. That's exactly what we're about. (laughs) But anyways, do you have any more notes on that game, Kenny? Anything you want to touch on? Before we move on to predictions for next the next set of games i could tell you that in the 40th minute was one of roosevelt's misses and i drew a sad face next to it because i was <laughs> sad that she missed nice i'm happy that you brought that one up because see that's something no one would have known exactly <laughs> if we all have, needed uh, to know that i have a long throw in all caps because i get hyped every time it happens because sam Saab comes well, up first. and throws it into the box and it's just like it never works and Sam Staub isn't fast. And so sometimes we get hit on the counter because she's up throwing the ball in and they hit us on the counter. And it's so stupid because like it never works. Yeah. But I love it every time. It's my favorite thing. <laughs> I hate long throws. I think they're dumb in my they opinion. Are, like if we were good in the air, I'd have much exactly. less of a problem with it. But we aren't good in the air. And so I don't get why we do it every single time. Right. But we do. And I get hyped every single time. Right. Nailed it. <laughs> that's it though that's all, notes. that's all my notes <laughs> oh, I wish we had more of those kind of notes those are my favorites <laughs> sure 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 um, that's awesome but yeah so those were our first two games um, then on Tuesday we have Houston Dash playing Utah Royals and then we have the Rain playing Sky Blue FC now these are the teams that we haven't seen so alright Kenny what are you predicting for these two games okay we'll start off with Houston and the Royals this one's interesting to me because these two teams are not the best in my opinion yep i think utah is better than houston and so like they should win this game but it's the first game back and i think houston is aptly set up to just sprint at people the entire game and so like in your first game back if you're a little tired and not like together i think houston and just their physical ability could be enough to snatch a win. Yeah. But I think Utah's better. So I'll just go with a one nothing Utah Royals win. Interesting, interesting. See, I'm going the whole more evenly matched, and I hate doing this, but I just have a gut feeling. 1-1 one, one tie. Oh, 1-1 one, one tie. Uh, it's bound to happen, you know. I just feel like I just don't have any like feeling that either of these teams are going to pull it out. I just don't. That's fair. Honestly, going forward is not the strong suit for either of these teams. It could be a 0-0 tie. Yeah, I'm but hoping I, it's 1-1. One, one. <laughs> I think Utah just at score corner or something like that. one nothing. Yeah. We'll see. Exactly. All right, that's fair. What about rain, sky, blue? I think that this would have been a closer game if Carly Lloyd and Mallory Pugh and they weren't injured and were there. 
Yeah. But since they're not there, I still think Sky Blue's going to be figuring some stuff out. So I think Rain will win this one. Two, nothing. Really? Yeah. I'm calling it upset. I was thinking, I don't know why I have the gut feeling Sky Blue's winning one nothing. Okay, they could. It's like they figured out their stuff, they're motivated, and they're going to win it. That's what I feel. You know, it could happen. I don't I don't know. But that's, uh, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll keep a running tally of whose predictions are correct. So far, I'm in the lead. Yeah, barely. Yeah, barely. barely, that's all I'm going to say. There's only been all two right. games. Of course, it's barely. Exactly. So th- when I get all these right, you're going to be far behind me. Because we'll, do, we'll do the Wednesday ones, too. That's yeah, Portland cause... Thorns playing Chicago Red Stars and Washington Spears playing North Carolina Courage. So, yeah, why don't you give I your think... predictions first? Yeah, That's what I'm saying. All right, cool. I'm thinking, so the first game is Chicago and Portland. I'm thinking that, let's see, my gut, what I'm saying, based off of what's happened, I genuinely think that Portland Thorns are going to come away with this one. One, we'll say one nothing. I was one gonna say, nothing. No, I think two. I think two. two it nothing? sounded bitter coming out of my mouth, so I think two. Two nothing, Portland Thorns. They're going to figure out their stuff. They're going to just come at Chicago, and that's what's going to happen. That's a fair take. I'll have to see who plays. I can't remember. I don't think Lindsey Horan uh, was subbed off. I can't remember. So, like, we'll see if they rest her for that game. I don't know. We'll have to look at that. I think that game's going to be maybe the most entertaining game of the tournament. And yeah. I think Portland's going to win 3-2. to two. I think it's going to be high scoring. Okay. I don't think Love either that. team is very good defensively. Love and that. so I think it's going to be a high scoring game. Love that. That's awesome. All right, I guess we'll just see. We'll see. I, I would enjoy that. I wouldn't mind being wrong about that one. Sure. I prefer to be right, obviously. But, you know, if I had to be wrong, I won't be too mad. But then the second game, Spirit and North Carolina Courage. Now, see, here's the thing. This is where the bias comes in again. I will never say Spirit's going to lose because they're just not. It's <laughs> not going to so, lose. But I also think North Carolina Courage is going to score. So this is where I think it's going to be a 2-1. to one. That's what I'm thinking. Two, two to one. one. Two to one spirit, obviously. Yeah, like the last time they played? Last season? Get that 2-1 win? Exactly. I remember that. We can beat them. We've done it before. Exactly. Repeat. They hit the post like seven times, but it doesn't matter. We won. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm thinking. What do you think? It was proven that I need to go with my heart and not my head. Obviously. So I'm going to go... Even my heart isn't isn't confident in this one, <laughs> so my heart's gonna say uh, two two. Two two. I'm going for two high scoring games on Wednesday. Oh, okay, goal city, got exactly. it. Well, nice to know you have a lot of faith in the spirit. Not big. I think a draw against North Carolina is a win. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I guess we'll just see who's right, and then of course. We will be back talking to you guys about our thoughts on the game and having me take the lead in the predictions. Sure. I'm predicting that to come come back too. Okay. <laughs> but anyways, but thank you for listening to us. Um, check back in on Thursday where we will give you the breakdown of the games and then our predictions for the further ones. Um, if there's anything... Any comments you'd like to share with us, just reach out to us on social media. Follow us on Twitter or Instagram at Where's the Call. And thanks for listening. 